For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You're listening to Eagles Unfiltered. B-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Third down and one. Hurts, eating, first down, and a touchdown. Here are your hosts, Ed Kraz and Connor Miles. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Eagles Unfiltered. It's my pleasure today uh, to be joined by the great Brian Baldinger, who had a 13-year NFL career, uh, played in 147 games on the offensive line of several teams, including the Philadelphia Eagles, his final two years in the league. Just a great uh, guest to have here. Uh, Baldy, thanks a lot for uh, joining me here today. Yeah, my pleasure, Ed. Nice to join you. Um, you know, I'm always in the mood to talk football. It's pretty much what I do every day, all day on some on some level, on some format. So here we are. Yeah. Well, I want to get right into, um, you, you know, you've, you've done great in your post-NFL career. You know, you worked with the NFL Network. I think you worked with NFL Films as well. You, you do some great breakdown segments on Twitter after games of various teams and players. Love that stuff. But now you're starting, uh, you're, you're, you're getting in, involved with uh, uh, CoachTube.com, right? Can you just talk us, you know, tell us a little bit about what that's all about, Brian? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you know, we were, we were all challenged this year, Ed, obviously, uh, you know, by the pandemic and everybody had to sort of kind of readjust, you know, to a different world. And so uh, I had some free time on my hands. And so myself, Rick Ceratelli from the Draft Bible, uh, now with Sports Illustrated, you know, we, we thought that there was a, an audience out there to really teach the game to uh, fans, to coaches and to future scouts. And so what we started to do is really go through the league, position by position, quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, offensive tackles, et cetera, um, in in 12 different segments where we really – I I got the video that I have uh, at NFL Films here, and we really kind of taught the game using the video. And I I would choose, you know, three or four players from each group, and uh, we'd go through it, and then we'd open it up to questions and answers. We had – Coaches join us. We had uh, Hall of Fame players join us. So it wasn't just all me. And so what we did was we really created like a database of information. And then, you know, because of all the outlets out there, YouTube being one of them, we started putting some of these breakdowns and parts of the breakdowns on YouTube for people to go back and watch and rewatch and really learn from. And so that's really the foundation to what we did. Yeah, and and I, you know, offensive line obviously is your area of expertise, and I think you did some segments with Bob Wiley. Is that yep. right for for this? Um, yeah. Well, Bobby Bob is just a colorful guy. To begin <laughs> with. He's a personality. I mean, he was in Cleveland. He's been around the league in a lot of different spots. But I mean, people really kind of got to know him during Hard Knocks when NFL Films was in Cleveland. He became kind of one of the stars because of his 
I mean, he wasn't played to the cameras. It's just who Bob Wiley is. And, you know, I, I knew Bob, but I really know him the way I got to know him. Just doing the segment, I, I called him, you call Bob Wiley about something, you better plan two hours. All right, you're not getting off the phone. You're not getting off a Zoom meeting with Bob Wiley in less than two hours. In fact, he was at J.C. Wetter's tread, uh, J.C. Treader's uh, wedding. And uh, J.C. had come over in free agency to be the starting center of the Cleveland Browns, great player, president of Players Union. And he, he warned me. He goes, look, now, you talk to Bob, you call Bob. Like, you, you're going to get all of Bob. You're not going to get, like, a five-minute phone call. You're going to get two. So, anyways, it's uh, he, he was great. And, and I still use him as a, as a really uh, trusted resource when it comes to offensive line play, looking at, uh, you know, the, the rookies coming out of college this year, the whole thing. So um, how, how would people go into coachtube.com and then find, cause I've been on that site and there are many different uh, portals to go through. Uh, yeah. How would people go directly to what Brian Baldinger has? Well, you could just, you, you, you could just add my name to it and okay. all of my segments on coachtube will come up um, all the different players that we, you know, we talked about or we had, um, you know, during the, during our uh, weeks that we did, we did it about every, we started about a year ago and we went every three weeks, we'd have a new class and it took us all the way through into 2021. So yeah. it took us nine or 10 months. Sounds really cool. So this is geared towards coaches, I guess, right. Of any level, but players as well, I would think, right. High school players. Oh, uh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we had a mix. We really had a mix. Ed. We, we had, we had some real fans that, that were on every single segment, you know, they, they just loved it. Um, we did have uh, guys that were coaching at the high school level. Uh, even like, a couple of college coaches came on, um, you know, and then we had guys that were thinking about, you know, scouting. And I, and I go back to, there's a lot of guys in this league that I, you know, I really respect, but a guy like Kevin Stefanski, when he went with Brad Childress to the Minnesota Vikings back in 2004, 2005, I mean, he really didn't know what he wanted to do. He knew he wanted to be in football, but he didn't know if he wanted to go through personnel or going to coaching. And he was just really Brad's assistant for the first year, helping out the variety of, of projects. I remember talking to, to Ed at, you know, at one of the Vikings, you know, training camps in Mankato, Minnesota. And he was a little bit, he wasn't torn, but he was a little bit undecided. And so I, I, I think that, you know, when I made a presentation to, you know, a group of people that were a little undecided, I kind of had Kevin Stefanski in the back of my mind, like you can climb, you know, if you're in the right place and work, work ethic and all that kind of stuff um, through either portal, you know, personnel or coaching. And uh, I, I kind of had uh, Kevin in the back of my mind when I was doing that. You should have gotten into personnel. I think you'd be a great NFL personnel uh, evaluator. You may have had some offers, but decided to go this route instead. And, uh, you know, like I said, I love watching your uh, video breakdowns on Mondays or Tuesdays, you know, right after games during the season, just a great, great follow. Brian Baldinger is on Twitter. Uh, and now you can check him out on this coachtube.com too, which I think will be very beneficial, especially to young high school kids. And I know I have a lot of uh, my followers are, are high school age yeah. athletes. So uh, check it out. Um, anything well, else? Really, you know, it's interesting, Ed, because, you know, when I was coming up through high school, you had your high school coach and maybe you went to a summer camp. That was it. That's, that's what you had. Now I get hit up all the time. Hey, will you break down? Will you not just break down my high school tape or my college tape, but can you help me out? Can you coach me up? Like I get that all the time now. 
Um, you know, it's, it's, it's flattering to agree. It's, it's time consuming. I try to help out who I can help out. But these kids are, you know, there's a lot of resources right now. Because I've always made this claim, and, and now more than ever, that if you want to become a great player, you can become a great player. You can't use anything as an excuse. Well, we don't have facilities. We don't have coaching. Like, there's ways to overcome all of that right now. And, and the resources have never been bigger or better. Yeah, I think this is a great idea, and I hope people check it out. Um, I think it'll be very beneficial uh, to anyone trying to learn the game, even coaches trying to study the game and teach uh, their charges exactly what they need to do to become successful football players. I, I remember uh, I did a breakdown, a Sunday, a Monday morning breakdown of the San Francisco 49ers in their Super Bowl year, literally carving up the Carolina Panthers, Ron Rivera's final year in Carolina. Luke Keekley, Thomas Davis, all these guys on the field. And Ron Rivera didn't see the video, but his wife did. And she said, you, sh- you should see what Baldy had to, to show. So Ron, Ron called me up. He goes, Baldy, listen. He goes, uh, you know, I watched your breakdown. It's not real flattering. I mean, they ran for 250 yards. He goes, but I, I really kind of like to pick your brain about what you saw so that I can become a better teacher and a better coach or something like this. Stuff. So, I mean, it kind of goes to that level sometimes that, where, you know, some of these guys at the highest level are watching this. And sometimes, you know, you, you hear things in a different voice or you see something through a different, you know, viewpoint and you can, you can learn from that. Awesome. Great stuff. Um, listen, we, we need to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles here too, right? Yes, we do. Uh, plenty to talk about this offseason with them. We can start with Nick Sirianni. You know, uh, what were your thoughts on, you know, the Eagles moving on from Doug just won a Super Bowl, you know, back in 2017 uh, to Nick Sirianni? Well, I was surprised. I was surprised they moved on from Doug. I mean, they, they did get to the playoffs every year, but last year they did win a Super Bowl. Uh, they had six playoff games under Doug Peterson. I mean, now they were, a lot of things went south last year, but they, you know, regardless, I mean, that's all kind of in the rearview mirror. Let's get to Nick. I mean, they had a a pretty extensive search, and it was really kind of done from uh, the owner, Jeffrey Lurie's uh, estate down in, in Palm Beach. And so, you know, they Brandon Staley was high and Arthur Smith and all those guys were on the radar. They talked to everybody. And, you know, they, you know, those guys went different places. And so they didn't get them. And so they they were, you know, they, they obviously they knew Frank Wright you know, from his time in Philadelphia. And they were like, you know, what about this Nick Sirianni? You know, like he's been with, you know, with Frank and with the Chargers and then Indianapolis. He's had success with Bill Rivers and et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, they, they called Nick up and he was actually in South Florida vacation. And I, I remember it distinctly because I buddies on the personnel side with the Eagles. And they're like, um, he said, look, I, I, I'd i be happy to interview, but, you know, I, I'm down here playing golf with my wife, kids, you know, so they're like, well, if you could come to Palm Beach, we'd love to talk to you. And he goes, well, I don't have a suit and it's not going to be formal. And he goes, well, you know, we'll show up in our flip-flops and shorts and golf attire too. And that's how, kind of how it was done. And really, once Nick got in the room, like the, the, the search was over. Like it was his job. And, you know, sometimes it's like that. It was like that with Mike Tomlin, with Pittsburgh. They were ready to hire Russ Grimm. And then they, you know, they, they met Mike Tomlin who, you know, was in the league and was, you know, playing or coaching with Tony Dungy in Tampa and whatnot. But it was all over at that point. Like Russ Grimm, as much as they loved Russ, and he was from Pittsburgh and 
He was a hog and won Super Bowls. Mike Tomlin was a guy, and they made the right choice. And I and I kind of feel like Nick is, you know, he's he's the son of a coach. His his father was his high school coach. His brother coaches that high school now. His other brother is the head coach at Washington Jefferson outside of Pittsburgh. Like all he knows is coaching. And so all his vacations were coaches' vacations. And there's something to that. There really is. There's something to a guy that really has watched other people while he was growing up get a message to a team and how you relay that message. It's, it can be very different for different situations. And it can be a team message. It could be an individual message. And I think just talking to guys uh, on the team um, throughout this you know, since OTAs began, since they started getting to know Nick, they they really like him. They like the way he communicates. They like the way he talks to the team. They like the way he explains things. Like, it's, it's gotten off to a good start with the team. Unexpected trouble? CashNet USA can take the stress out of borrowing emergency funds. Our fast, secure application process makes it easy to apply online 24-7. Plus, CashNet USA offers same-day funding if approved before 10.30 a.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Additional terms may apply. Visit CashNetUSA.com or tap the banner to apply today. Yeah, that's a great point. I, you know, and another hot-button topic in the offseason was the quarterback, and it continues to be the quarterback. It's always about the quarterback, it seems. Um, yeah, and, and here the Eagles seem poised to go into the season with uh, Jalen Hurts, second-round pick from last year. Um, what are your thoughts on Jalen? How do you think uh, Jalen can uh, can handle the situation that he's been put into now? Well, you know, I remember um, a year ago uh, when everybody was you know getting ready for the draft, and I kept watching Jalen and the improvement he made from Alabama to Oklahoma. And you know, he was in the Heisman Trophy running for a long time. You know, in 2019, and you know, the Eagles was, had the 53rd pick a year ago, 2020. And I, I remember from my magazine, you know, Baldy's Breakdowns of Magazine, I remember um, the football stories of magazine. I, I remember writing that the Eagles should consider parting ways with the 53rd pick for Jalen Hurts. Because at the time, uh, as much as I like Carson, you know, he'd only played a total of nine snaps in six postseason games. Like they needed an insurance policy. And I thought this kid, you know, had everything it took, leadership. His dad was his high school coach, Channel View, Texas. Had all the qualities. And then, you know, so they, they, they make the pick. You know, obviously there was some friction there, you know, depending on what story you want to read about the whole fallout of Carson Wentz. But I did his first start against New Orleans Saints on national radio. And the New Orleans Saints were a bona fide playoff team. They were running away with the NFC South. And they ran into Jalen Hurts that day. And literally ran into him. And, like, he led that team against a really good team. Now, you know, it, it, it really – that was the high point right away. That first start they beat – you know, the Eagles were struggling. They beat the Saints at home. It was a great day. You know, but then there was some weaknesses that you saw in the next three games. Um, you know, he was reading the rush. His eyes weren't down the field. So, look, he's got four starts to his name. Like, he's as green as they come. But I, But just knowing him a little bit, he wants to be coached hard, like coach me. Like the only guy he says, even with Doug and Nick Saban, he goes, the only guy that really coached me to become a better quarterback was Lincoln Riley. And obviously Lincoln's having a lot of success with these quarterbacks, you know, whether it's Baker or Kyler, you know, Jalen. So, you know, the kid he's got coming up right now, this 
This kid coming out of Maryland's going to be sensational. So he's got the touch. That's why he's in demand, you know, at the NFL level. But so, you know, I want to see how this, there's got to be improvement. Got Joe Flacco sitting there, got a Super Bowl, got healthy. You know, he's, he's from nearby Audubon, New Jersey. Doesn't want, don't want this to be his final stop. Says it's a competition. We'll, we'll kind of see, like maybe it's iron sharpens iron. Maybe it's going to bring the best out of, you know, Jalen Hurts. Spencer Rattler is that quarterback that Lincoln has down there in uh, Norman right now at Oklahoma. We'll see how he. Uh, well, he's got this kid, Caleb Williams, coming in, though. Okay. He was the high school player of the year. And I met him last year at a high school football camp. And he, if you put him in the combine right now, you'd go, oh, my. Like, he looks ready. Like, he's going to be. I don't know how long he's going to be able to hold him off, to be honest with you. I think only you would know that, Baldy. Aside from anybody outside inside Oklahoma, I think you might be the only one that knows about this. Uh, well, this kid I, 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 I saw it firsthand, and I sat in the film room with him, yeah. and I put him up there with Patch Mahomes, what he's looking at, put him with NFL footage, and he's sharp, like really razor sharp, looking at the field, three by one, two by two, this is what I do. and I mean, uh, he's a pretty advanced student. Yeah, I mean, and it – Quarterbacks, uh, this quarterback class in 22 might be some that the Eagles pay attention to, depending on Jalen Hurts and how he performs in, uh, you know, this season coming up. Um, but anyway, let's get into the draft a little bit, Baldy, if we yeah. could. Eagles had, what was it, nine picks, uh, made a trade uh, with the yeah. Washington football team to, to uh, get another pick next year. But what are your thoughts on the, on this draft that the Eagles had, especially Devontae Smith and Landon Dickerson, their first I team? think their potential, potential. All pro players. I think Devontae Smith, I mean, I think the Giants are ready to take him. You know, with the 11th pick, the Eagles jumped up and traded with the Cowboys in order to uh, make secure him. Um, there was five players the Eagles were really targeting it in the draft. You know, there was the two corners, all right? They went eight and nine to Carolina. Uh, Patrick Sertan went number nine to, to Denver. And there was three receivers. You know, there was uh, obviously the kid out of LSU, Jamar Chase. There was Jalen Waddell, and they were both gone. The fifth player at the top of their board, and you know, they traded back from six to twelve uh, in order to, you know, hopefully get one of those five. They weren't going to get out of this draft without getting Devontae, one of those five. And Devontae was there, and I think he's sensational. And I, I think he's one of these guys that you don't really know how fast he is. He hasn't really been timed, but you don't see anybody catching him. And then you know, everybody wants to, uh, you know, talk about well, he's 166 pounds, got to jump around the shower just to get wet, you know, that kind of thing. But, like, he, he played 54 straight games in Alabama. Like, you never saw him hurt, you know, and he caught everything. And then he goes to minicamp, and he does the same thing, and he kind of raises his eyebrows. I think Devontae Smith is going to be a star. And then we – so every year, Ed – I mean, I'm in my film room now. Every year I go through this process for two months after the season ends, and I just start watching these college kids. Now – I did college games in the Big 12 for a long time. I knew a lot of these kids, you know, the Big 12. But I saw Patrick Mahomes and Baker. I saw all those guys coming out. But I didn't really – this year, my point is, I always fall in love with a player. I fell in love with Quentin Nelson three years ago coming out of Notre Dame. He was my favorite player in the draft. And I kept coming back this year to Landon Dickerson. He was my favorite player. In fact, he was the best offense lineman I had seen since Quentin Nelson. Now, I know the injury history is real, and he's coming off a torn ACL. He did start before the ACL 24 straight games for Alabama. 
And Nick Saban did say he's the single best leader we've ever had in our program. You know, and you, you look at the 24 games at guard and at center, you listen to what Nick Saban said, and then you look at how he dominated the SEC. Guy, Derek Brown, you know, now with Carolina. You look at him against the elite players that are now all in the NFL, and he didn't have – like, he's just – he's a difference maker. And I think once he gets on the field, I think he's probably going to start at guard before he goes to center just because of, it's a little easier on, on the knees early on. Um, I think they've got two Pro Bowl players in this draft. And I think there's a bunch of other guys, Jacoby Stevens at LSU. I like a bunch. I like the running back a great deal. Um, you know, Wainwright from, from Memphis. Um, I, I, I liked a bunch of guys in this draft. I, I, I like, I saw, I did the hula bowl this year, Ed, uh, for CBS. And, you know, I saw this cornerback from Texas tech and I remember Rex Ryan was a coach on one side and uh, you know, and he, and I asked him, I said, you know, who do you like? He goes, oh, that McPherson man, Baldy, that guy could flat out run. Like he could play corner for me. And I texted the Eagles. I texted the Jets. I'm like, you watching the Zach McPherson here? Like, oh, we got scouts here. The Eagles had two guys there to watch him. And sure enough, they took him in the fourth round. And there's, he's a big corner. I, I think he's going to have a chance at, to start. And I said to my buddies with the Eagles, I go, if you can get three starters out of this draft, I said the way the, the Washington football team a year ago, I think you could turn this thing around. Uh, that's great stuff. What, what, what I really liked is what you said about Smith. He has to jump around in the shower to get wet. <laughs> that's terrific. Yeah. Well, he's a, he's just a bean pole, but man, he, yeah. he's got great hands and runs great routes. And that film room, I bet you have a king size bed or a king size cot in there with maybe a snack machine that, because you probably never leave I just there, have right? I containers of coffee. I, I don't actually <laughs> sleep. Right? This, I just drink a lot of this. I got you. Well, listen, I got one more question for you, Baldy, and then I know yeah. you're a busy man and you have, a, you know, another appointment here later today. But uh, just the Eagles' expectations for this year. You hear a lot of the national people think that they're kind of a, a last-place NFC East team. What, what's your take on uh, how they could potentially do this year, and how do you see the NFC East shaking down? Well, I, I told, you know, and I, I in no, you know, certain terms that I basically said the Eagles have to own 4-11-1. It's hard. It's hard. They were in the Super Bowl three years ago. They won it, you know, and to see this team, you know, just fall apart like they did. It was it was disappointing for any Eagle fans. Probably a good thing there wasn't fans in the stands. They would have heard about it. But they have to own 4-11-1. And so I think when you look at expectations, certainly better than 4-11-1. They've got – but, you know, with a new staff, a young staff, their linebacker coach had – I met him a couple weeks ago – is 27 years old. Yeah, Nick Rowland. They're young. Yeah. But I want to see – Gradual, steady improvement. That's what I want to see. You know, I saw in, you know, at times with Matt Rule a year ago with Carolina, like you're growing with a young new coach here that people don't really know much about. Um, I, I just got to see improvement. I got to see players develop. And that's the whole key. Draft these young guys and develop these guys. And everybody's telling me that, you know, Nick Sirianni has brought in a staff of teachers. Okay. Okay, great. That's a great term. It could be a cliche, but let's let's see it. Let's see Devontae Smith. Let's see Zach McPherson. Let's see some Avante Maddox. I mean, let's see some of these young guys develop. Let's see him get better. Yeah. That's 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 my expectations. I, 
I don't expect for them to win the division this year, although I think it's up for grabs. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the Washington football team is further along yeah. with a proven coach. Uh, they showed that last year in the postseason against Tampa. I'm not, and I'm predicting them, you know, preseason here to, to win it. But uh, they're going to get a lot of competition. So, but that's what I want to see. If I'm an Eagle fan, if I'm looking at this regime, let's see an improved team. Let's see a better team in January than we're going to see in September. Just great insight here from Brian Baldinger. Really, really appreciate it. If you liked what you heard here, make sure you go check out coachestube.com and find what his instructional videos are all about. Um, I, you know, I just think it'll be a great resource for anybody wanting to learn to play the game at a, at a higher level. Um, Baldy, I can't thank you enough, man. This was just fantastic stuff, and uh, I hope we can do it again sometime. Yeah, my pleasure, Ed. It was great talking to you, and, um, you know, another good football conversation uh, in the books, I guess. Yes, sir. We'll do it again. You got it. Thank you all again. Right, You work hard for your money. Are you sure it's working hard for you? You could be sure with MeriWest Credit Union. As a credit union, MeriWest is all about people, you and me. So they do the right thing by offering us better rates, greater choices, and better service. MeriWest Smart Rewards Checking is a perfect example. It's a checking account that pays you with rates up to 18 times the national average. Really, check it out at MeriWest.com. And service? MeriWest takes pride in what they do. Experience it. Your dreams and MeriWest's values just go together. Consider MeriWest today. Can I pop a beer in here? Your cousin. From Boston. Sam Adams Boston Lager is my go-to beer. Not too heavy, not too light. Oh boy. That's, oh no. Is that on the computer? Sam Adams Boston Lager. The Boston Beer Company, Boston, Massachusetts. Drink responsibly. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.